This podcast series is brought to you by World of Coffee Dubai and DXB Live. Expand your specialty coffee brand into the fastest growing specialty coffee market in the world by becoming an exhibitor at the next World of Coffee Dubai in 2024. I will be there, so head to worldofcoffeedubai.com and join the mailing list to get notified when booth registrations become available. Check the show notes for further details. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro, everyone. I am Lee Safar, and we are broadcasting live from the floor of World of Coffee Dubai. And I have the distinct honor of having a conversation with my friend and very accomplished businessman and very learned coffee professional, uh, Muhammad Al Marhoun. Muhammad, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me in this podcast. It really is my honor because we have our friendship happened quickly. And yeah. it happened immediately, and I felt like I knew you for many, many lifetimes. And uh, it, it's just been really fascinating to watch the way that you operate within the Middle East. So do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do and where you're situated and all about Artist Hub? Okay, so uh, my name is Mohammed. Um, my company started in uh, 2014. I started as uh, just like a, a coffee consumer in the beginning. Um, but uh, that, um, like, in, in, in a quick way, turned into more of business. And I wanted to share this nice experience of having this passion with coffee with other people. Um, so the, the idea first was just a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And then it just progressed into more of uh, roasting, then discovery for the farms, uh, discovery of more um, uh, technical parts of preparing the coffee. So it, it went actually in, in a different direction at the same time. Mm. Uh, it's a bit confusing, but it's interesting at the same time because you, you just try to catch up with what's happening and it's, it was quick. Uh, but I tried to stay focused on what I really want to do first as a coffee shop and then as a roastery and then as a, an importer of green coffee and uh, sales as well. Um, so it, it was a bit um, out of control in the beginning but once you put your values on what are you really doing and what you want to achieve in let's say three five years ten years yeah you you, you get back uh, or you get back the grip on, on what, what you need to do um, the uh, the passion started as a consumer in the beginning and um, at that time we did not have any real uh, specialty coffee shop. It was just coffee. Um, it was really hard to tell people why I like this kind of uh, industry. Um, but they they catch up really fast. I was looking at the market in, in Dubai, in Saudi Arabia, and then to the other GCC countries. Um, so sharing this experience with others just pushed me more into going further. Um, because if you don't mind me saying you bring a very unique perspective to the industry that most other people don't your entry into the industry was as a student becoming a medical doctor in Melbourne yeah and and that's where you kind of got your into specialty coffee yes correct that was in 2009 or 2010 Uh when I first discovered the the specialty coffee in Melbourne in in Australia Um, but when I came back to Saudi, I, I thought, okay, now I need, I need to get into this kind of specialty coffee. It's not there, but maybe I can do it. 
and I started with my partners to uh, the journey. Yeah. Um, that's to share this kind of uh, specialty coffee and industry with others. Um, and that's how it progressed. Um, then finding the roastery and getting more into what I believe now is more important than consuming is to know the, um, the whole supply chain and the, um, how, how the coffee actually reaches to you from the farms uh, into your cup. It, it's a long journey. And I think that's where we need to focus now, especially in our region. Uh, things were happening really fast, and uh, I believe this is what we need to focus on, education and uh, giving more values to the cup of coffee. Um, what do you mean by that? Tell me. Do you mean financially? Do you mean for consumers? Do you mean for the supply chain? Um, if we're giving value to the, to the cup of coffee. Yeah. That, that, I mean, like when you, as a consumer, you go to a coffee shop, you walk in and you order your coffee. Yeah. Let's say you will spend um, 10 dirham, 20 dirham for that cup. Yeah. Maybe uh, because you think that's the value of that cup. Yeah. But then if you go to another coffee shop and it introduces that coffee in a different way and yeah. actually giving you a story yeah. how this coffee came to you you might have a higher value, you are ready to pay more for that cup co of co coffee. Right. That, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. uh, I need this kind of uh, um, value in, in the perspective of the consumer. Because eventually, like, they are the one who will pay for this coffee and yeah. this payment eventually is affecting the farmers. So how, in your experience, what's the difference between the way that the specialty coffee industry works in Melbourne or in mm -hmm. Australia in general? I know you have a secret love for Melbourne compared yeah. to Sydney. We won't talk about that. Fair enough. <laughs> we learned that when we were in Mice, but um, what's the difference between the way people consume coffee in a country like Melbourne, a country like Melbourne, a city like Melbourne versus in Saudi? Mm. I think the, the biggest difference is uh, the time or the period okay. that people started that kind of industry there and when it started here. We're talking about a recent uh, trend, uh, not more than, I would say, seven, eight years max. Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of things happening in, in, a, in a short period right. that makes it a bit... I would say a bit chaotic in, in, in some, some way because uh, people are just jumping from just knowing specialty coffee into, oh, I want a Panama Geisha. Uh, that's All right, so that's not road. the way it works. I mean, right. you have to know first what is actually coffee. It's a fruit, how yeah. it's harvested, how it's processed. And then you, you try just the classic ones with natural process or um, a washed process. And then you progress slowly to know more and more cannot just jump in and just try uh, different thing, things in, in a chaotic way. It, it's just, it will just give you confusion and um, sadly it will affect uh, the market in a negative way. Uh, so it's, it's a confusion for the uh, roster, confusion, confusion for the uh, consumer. Uh, it, it needs to be restructured and uh, reorganized um, to, to, to make it really work. Do you think that business owners in this region understand, or, or let me say, ask this a different way, 
in Australia, in America, in, in the countries that I've consulted in, there's a real disconnect yeah. between the way that business owners understand their consumer mm-hmm. compared to the way that they understand coffee. Okay. Do you think that there's a difference here? Uh, There are two parts for this kind of questions. Uh, The first part, um, I can realize that uh, since the past five years, all the uh, startups for coffee and specialty coffee, it was starting as a passion. So people, and I would confess, I was one of them. Like I started with passion. I did not have any knowledge about business, any background. And as you said, it was my medical background. I did not yeah. know anything about business. So uh, that was um, a big mistake okay. that cost me a lot to recover. It cost all of us a lot when we yes. did it. You weren't the only one. Yes. I was right there with you. And, and, and there are people like uh, one of my mentors, the um, Martin Mancho from mm-hmm. Copenhagen. He, he was telling, and, uh, telling us in the, in the roasting course, it's not only about the passion. You need to take care of business too. Yeah. Because even if you start as a passion, like two or three years, five years, and then you lose your business, you lose everything. So you have to yeah. take care of this part as well. That, and that's not happening in, in our market. Um, I, I always tell our clients, the startups, just take care of the business side. I know you love coffee. You have a passion. You, are just, you want to go really fast, but uh, be careful with this side. Because you'll be able to do it for longer. Yes. If you, and that's the game, right? Yeah. Like Melissa was on the podcast uh, earlier today and she was saying that the, the life cycle of the product is something that people need to become really aware of. Yeah. Um, so is this, uh, is this going to be something that as we move forward in the industry, as we look to the the future of the way that it all unfolds. Do you think that people who start to pay attention to the product life cycle so that that doesn't define the length of their business, which Mm -hmm. is what Melissa was saying, like people aren't paying attention to the product life cycle. One, the first product they release is going to be the size of their whole business. Yes. Do you think that that there's a tendency towards embracing the shift that's necessary to have longer-term businesses or people still drunk on kind of like, oh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur? Um, it, it's, it's hard to decide for these people on what they want to do. So okay. when, when, you, when you have a trend and it's happening and it's um, a, a lucrative business and everyone wants to go and, and uh, get into that kind of business, uh-huh. uh, but... If they don't have, and I've said that in the beginning, if they don't have values, goals to, to move toward, they will just uh, spend maybe two or three years and then they will just quit or find something else. Uh, doesn't always uh, go as smooth as expected. And it's not an easy work. They, they have to work really hard to, to make it happen. Um, Do you think it's like, so for me, the first business I opened in coffee, I had to fail to realize that I had no business or having a business. Not necessarily. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's one of the things that might happen that you, you fail, but uh, everybody will tell you that failure is not uh, always not means failure. that uh, quitting. Yeah. yeah, you don't yeah, quit yeah. because you failed. Maybe you can try again. It can again. be very healthy, right? Maybe, maybe then you realize this is not for you. So you move into something else. So 
in that case actually it's better you fail you fail earlier you fail quickly <laughs> and yeah, fast right yeah, yeah so you have the time to do something mm -hmm. else yeah uh, but you need to know what you really want to do yeah what what do you think are the exciting things about the future of specialty coffee in this whole region or in uh, Saudi you tell me whichever you want to I, I think it's uh, the attention is is more toward uh, the earlier stage of coffee I, I mean from uh, farm and harvesting and uh, agriculture uh, perspective into more uh, processing and uh, new innovation mm -hmm. uh, I know some people might be not um, willing to do or to go that pathway because they think uh, it's not uh, real coffee or or they you know they are sticking with the traditional way of uh, of making and processing coffee but it's not right it's not wrong i mean mm -hmm. everyone has his uh, their their own opinions but we we should not just stick what's happened because we need to move forward and um, innovate um, new things new technologies and uh, the knowledge is there the technology is there so why not using it and it doesn't always have to be only about um, coffee as a drink as a traditional drink but um, making something else like uh, you've heard about um, using the ground coffee to make uh, some kind of uh, sustainable uh, uh, cutlery plates or yeah. cups or and yeah that, if you don't have this open mind to go and uh, try to think that way you'll not do anything new I have to say as your friend that has been one of the most refreshing things that I learned from you because I do learn from you I learned from you that the openness that you bring to the things that you do inspire the people around you to be equally as open mm -hmm. to ideas that they would never normally be open to. Yeah. And it's a real gift to give that perspective to someone. Yeah. And actually, that's one of our values in Artist Hub as a company is being disruptive. There is a, I'm all like, about that. There, there is a, <laughs> maybe some people they they would consider there is a negative uh, connotation in that, but uh -huh. actually it's it's actually nice to have this kind of openness uh, for innovation and new yeah. things. Just think wild. Um, it's not always wrong, but this is a way to get your new ideas and a new inspiration. Yep. Now, some of the people listening to the podcast uh, may have some preconceived ideas of Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm particularly around the idea of openness, yeah. right? You're someone who's an incredibly well-traveled person. Yes. What do you, and, and I don't in any way see you as a closed-off person. I see you as very open. Everyone I've met from Saudi is very open. What do you say to people that think that Saudi Arabia is like the Saudi Arabia of 10 or 15 years ago? How has it changed? Uh, unfortunately, yeah, it's a, a lot of people, they are still uh, searching the web for some ah. kind of information okay. and uh, most of it is outdated. Yeah. If we are thinking that all of these changes happened in um, the past uh, three to five years, it's a, a, lot of, uh, a lot of changes. You cannot just update every website there on the internet and just read from that. Uh, I, I would say go and visit, see the people in yep. person. Talk to them, go to uh, different cultures, and uh, we, we have a, a, a lot of cultures in Saudi Arabia. You go yeah. to the east, to the center, to the, to the west, south, and north. Uh, every region has its own 
identity. Uh, but all of them will be welcoming to have anyone. So uh, just go there, see what's going on, and believe yeah. your eyes. Well, and, and the really exciting thing is that I feel about this region that I, with the clients that I have as well as with the things that I've seen, everyone's excited about the learning Yes. Like everybody that I've encountered here is excited about not what they're doing today. Mm. They're excited about what they're going to learn so that they can know what they're going to become. Yeah. And, and there is a, a big potential for everyone. I mean, we still need the skilled people to, 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 to teach us and tell us uh, what's the right uh, pathway to go and, and make things happen. Uh, we have some knowledge, yes, but we still need the other people's knowledge to integrate it to, with what we have. So yeah. we make things even better. Shahan was saying when he came on the podcast earlier, he was saying how exciting it is to be able, because of the open-mindedness in this yes. region, mm -hmm. that how exciting it's going to be to see science integrate with such a booming economy. Yes. And connect money into that with the investment that comes with it. Mm -hmm. I think the potential is so much greater here than it is in countries like Australia. Um, and everyone in Australia is going to get really pissed at me saying that. But the thing is, we've been doing this for 30 years, specialty coffee. Yes. Our people are reinventing the wheel now. What I've witnessed here is that people are starting from where we've gotten to in 30 years. Mm -hmm. And this is a time that had science when we didn't. There is a high potential also because the... the um last generations they I, I think the big part of them they studied abroad so based they, on um, what did you say they, they studied abroad all oh, right they, yeah they yeah uh, we were talking about the past five generations. I was studying abroad yeah and uh, they, they came back to the country with uh, with this kind of knowledge that they got from other countries and uh, they are ready to use that knowledge. Yeah. But they need the right mentor, the right uh, people to guide them. Yeah. It's really exciting. I've got to say, I, I mean, I'm very excited about this region before I came for World of Coffee. We've got the Middle East podcast for Mapper Forward. So I'm, I was already really excited about the things that we could do to inject that knowledge mm -hmm. in. Sada is well-traveled, the host of the podcast. I wasn't even prepared okay. for what I've seen. I've got to tell you, I was not prepared at all. Uh, Noah and I have been going around to cafes. We've been talking to a lot of people. We have so much work to do in Australia. Agree. Just to get to the level that you guys are at. Yeah. And you have the time. And we have the time. Yeah. And it's, it's just very exciting. It's exciting because people are really... Like, when our industry started, the internet wasn't... A thing yeah we weren't sharing information the way that is being shared now we weren't seeing each other's businesses the way that is being seen now and the inspiration mm -hmm. that seems to be pouring into this region is wild mm -hmm. and exciting so what's next for artist hub um probably we're now trying to get back to the basics Okay. So we started small and uh, then we moved into um, bigger operations. Uh -huh. But when you grow, you need to rethink of all the operations or the strategies and then you have to go back to the basics. Okay, we were doing things this way, but now it's not working anymore. We have to restructure 
all those uh, basics and um, and and then just keep going with expansion so we've been doing only roasted coffee we mm -hmm. were only artist hop coffee roasters now that's not the case anymore now it's only artist hop but then we have different solutions different uh, products uh, including roasted coffee and then green coffee and then machines and uh, very soon well I don't know if I should say that that now but I will say it so go we'll be going with the cacao industry very excited uh, I'm so excited to see how uh, this evolves you'll be the only are you one of the only people that's doing what you're doing in Saudi uh, no I think there are other people too but um, at the specialty level I'm not sure yet and that's the I'm still in the stage of discovery wow. and knowing what's going on and uh, I'm actually excited because it's the same thing that would have would be happening with coffee yeah. is happening with the cacao really and uh, and, and that's why I was calling it uh, uh, a fruit journey because both wow. are fruits yeah and we would care about uh, all the um, levels from the farm to the consumer I wish you all the best with it. We're going to actually, you know this, but we're going to have you come back on the podcast to do a whole series because mm -hmm. I want to explore the intricacies of what you've talked about. I think that you, not just as someone from Saudi, but you as a coffee professional slash expert slash businessman slash <laughs> discoverer, disruptor, all of these things, you have a lot of inspiration that you can share with people who are looking to become you. And so I, I really would love for us to to do that and you can be a mentor from afar for a lot of people i'm ready to help like i, I would not be shy to share my knowledge it's oh, for wonderful. everyone wonderful thank you so much for this conversation thank you um and could you let us know where people can find you if uh they want to find you on social media or on the internet i, I think i'm an easy guy to find you can find me like by email by phone number by social media and instagram and yeah you, you'll find me somewhere <laughs> Well, we can't wait to the series that happens um, and we'll see you soon. Peace, love and peanut butter, everybody. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.